0: The Gophers could possibly bring in some quarterback competition, and that wouldn't be a bad thing. Who do I think could fit well and give Brosmer a run for his money? Hey, you no are Locked what, On you, Golden Gopher. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Whatever Golden out, Gophers. However it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. What's up, y'all? You are listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Rob, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And today, this morning, we are going to be talking a little bit of football as well as the women's basketball game later this evening. So definitely be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of your daily gophers content. And thank you so much for making your first listen when it comes to gophers daily sports now today we're going to be talking a little bit interesting concepts with football first we're going to talk about the two draft prospects over at the senior bowl for the minnesota golden gophers and what i believe could be dream scenarios dream landing spots for those two gophers in order for them to thrive early and often in the nfl then we're going to talk a little bit about the quarterback room because right now The Gophers could absolutely positively use more depth in that quarterback room, but does that mean you automatically tiptoe around and get a younger guy and not tick off Max Brosmer, or do you bring somebody in to compete right away that can give you the best chance in case anything were to happen and let the battle be the battle and the best win it out for the job? That would be my vote, and I'll give you some names on who could maybe do that with Max Brosmer. All that on today's episode of Lockdown Golden Gophers, and then we talk about the women's basketball team that looks to take on a huge matchup, tough matchup, without Mara Braun. Now, let's kick it off with those uh, dream landing spots first, but today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more new customers. Join today and get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. But we're talking about dream landing spots for the Gophers Senior Bowl prospects. Now, the first one's first is Tyler Newbin. He's likely going to be a first or second round pick in this upcoming NFL draft. Now, that's a high draft capital. That means a lot of teams are going to covet him and potential role he could play on their teams. And also, there are a lot of teams who could use some safety help. So when you're looking at the landscape of the NFL, what do you get in Tyler Newbin? You get a, a big play safety who can play in run fits who can play in the past game who can create turnovers and that is a major thing forced fumbles uh interceptions you name it you look at what Antoine Winfield Jr. is doing in the pros making all pro and what he did with his what six sacks six forced fumbles three interceptions this season alone That is the type of upside Tyler Newbin could have as well in the NFL. So there will be teams that are very intrigued, especially with a guy who set his program's record for interceptions. And on top of that, he has quick instincts. He plays fast. He plays with a chip on his shoulder and he lays a smackdown when he, he, he is a power hitter when it comes to tackling. So there's a lot of great things about Tyler Newman and a lot of teams that could use him. Some that come to mind, the Tennessee Titans could use a safety partner across from Amani Hooker, former Iowa Hawkeye after trading away Kevin Byard. They need somebody to pair across on top of that. Their defense had the least amount of interceptions in the entire NFL last year. So Tyler Newman could be a great ad for them. You talk about Buffalo who could be losing Micah Hyde, who has been a starter and a stalwart for them in the near future, and they need to find his replacement, and the draft class could be the first option for them to fill that. The Rams could be set to lose potentially their starting safety in Jordan Fuller, who is a free agent this upcoming offseason, and They could use a big playmaker, a young big playmaker, and start injecting some youth into that Rams defense around Aaron Donald. And then you got a team like the Lions. Their secondary as a whole shows time and time again that they need some new blood in there. They need some high upside in there, and that they could use some help. On top of that, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is also a free agent coming up in this off season, So they could potentially need to replace a big impact player who played a ton of snaps for them this season. But all of that being said, my dream landing scenario for Tyler Newbin it might be a little bit biased, but I would love to see Tyler Newbin in green Bay in the green and gold with the youngest team in the NFL. They'll have a new defensive coordinator so he can get a fresh look under a new coordinator. On top of that, multiple Green Bay safeties are up for free agency this offseason, including Darnell Savage, who was injured this year but came back and was the starter. So I think he's someone that could definitely fill a role right away and bring high upside to a young team. The pack have some young core pieces on the defense, on the defensive line. They brought in Luke Van Ness last year. They have Rashawn Gary. They have... uh, Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt on that defensive line as well. Lots of players in a... on the younger side of things. Then you go to the linebacker core, you've got Brooks, you've got a Quay Walker back there, but they're going to need to find somebody to supplement Devondre Campbell, the former gopher as well, but he is getting older and I believe he is coming up on free agency soon here as well. And then the cornerback room has a lot of youth in it and it has some depth to it. So adding a young safety like Tyler Newbin could help this defense be a nightmare for the long haul. Now flipping it to the other senior bow prospect, we're talking about Brevin Spanford. Now there there are going to be teams that covet his skill set and the teams that will want to make a play at Brevin Spanford will likely be teams that want to use the big man, not only in the passing game, but also to use his skill set in the run blocking game and to help clear out the edges or to help clear out the second level defenders like a linebacker on some inside zone runs as well. So when I think about, tight ends that depend are depended on in both the passing game and the running game. I think of systems like Shanahan's system in San Francisco, like Baltimore that uses multiple tight ends and uses them not only as receivers, but also in the run game. And then also a team like Green Bay, who has used it. Now, when you look at those teams, Green Bay just went all in on last year's draft. They took two tight ends in day two. They're probably not going to go back to the well for another tight end. Baltimore has likely has Mark Andrews. They're probably not going to dive deep for a tight end either. So those aren't dream landing spots at all for me. I like the system, but I don't like the opportunity there for Brevin Spanford. Now you talk about San Francisco and that could be a fun one. You got George Kittle. Brevin Spanford could learn from George Kittle for a couple years. Now George Kittle is getting older, 31 in the NFL. Uh, not not make or break. I mean, Travis Kelsey's been doing that at an elite level past 31, but there it wouldn't be a bad choice for them to get a guy like Brevin Spanford who can work in the run, run blocking game, be aggressive, learn the style of George Kittle and what it takes to be a successful pro, and then maybe, maybe be able to fill his shadow and step into that role long-term. That could be maybe ideal. Maybe that is a dream landing spot. I've heard the Bengals fans all over Twitter talking about wanting Brevin Ford, and I'm not sure that that would be the best fit for him. System-wise, they don't tend to run the ball their passing options with Jamar Chase, with T Higgins, with Tyler Boyd. He kind of falls down the pecking order a lot there too. So I don't know if it's super ideal for Brevin, even though I'm sure he would love to go wherever he is chosen. But my dream scenario, all of that being said, my favorite landing spot for Brevin's man for would be the Miami Dolphins. Now, how phenomenal Would he be in their run game with Devon Achan, with Raheem Mostert? They could go out and sign a big guy like Derrick Henry if they really wanted to. They have the wiggle room, and their run game is important to them. It opens up their passing game with their high flyers like Hill, like Waddle, who are speed element guys. So Brevin could still get involved in that run blocking and be a valued asset that keeps him on the field. But also, he could be a weapon in the pass game that brings something different than the others in Waddle and Hill. He brings more of that ability to be able to go up and win a contested catch, to be able to box out in the red zone so he could bring a different red zone threat for Tua Tungavailoa and being able to box out players and try to get a fade ball in the short-yarded situations and complement the speed kills approach that Mike McDaniel runs. So that's my dream scenario. Now, I believe that both of these two gophers can really help their stock rise in the pre-draft process starting this week with the senior bowl. So we'll keep you posted on what we hear from both those guys moving forward. Now, Tyler, to solidify, he is a top or the best safety prospect overall, that's what this draft process can do for him. He can put his name into the conversation of round one and lock it in there, which hasn't happened often for Gophers in the draft process. The only one in the last decade, I believe, is Rashad Bateman. On the flip side, Brevin can try to raise his draft stock and get his name maybe into the day two conversation or at the very least into that early day three conversation as well. He needs to just show that he has solid hands and pass-catching ability, and he could see his name quickly rise if he can prove those two things. Now next, we got to talk about this quarterback room because it needs depth and it needs it in a hurry. We're going to talk about who could be some realistic options that are still in the transfer portal for the Gophers, and also could a competition be a good thing for Max Brosmer. We're going to talk about that coming up next. First, I got to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel because the Super Bowl is here and it'll be here in just two weeks. It's the final game of the NFL season and you can celebrate it with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me and you want to get in on Super Bowl Sunday, you know it's all about scoring the best seat on the couch, locking in with your favorite snacks, and then placing some Super Bets. And FanDuel has you covered when it comes to the Super Bets. You can bet on the coin toss. You can bet on the Gatorade cover color in most situations you can bet on the mvp and more so definitely give it a look over at FanDuel sportsbook and on top of that you can bet on different things in super bowl 58 from which players will score a touchdown how many points will be scored and so much more and new customers can join today and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Again, that's $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So go and join at fanduel.com slash locked on. Again, that's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Gophers fans, thank you again for making Lockdown Golden Gophers your first listen and being sure to tap in each and every day. I want to know your thoughts on this QB room though. What do we need? Who would you like? Are there any names that are of intrigue to you in the transfer portal currently? Now, I think there's a number of ways the Gophers could work this thing and still have a good showing for the 2024 season. And it starts with looking at the transfer options of right now. Now you have two transfers in the portal with from Washington, the first being Alex Johnson. He's a junior. He hasn't really got much time, but he's been in that Kalen DeBoer system for mo- multiple years now. So maybe he could bring some insight or at least bring heavy, decent backup qualities to your quarterback room. On the flip side of that, you have another Washington player in the transfer portal in Demarcus De- 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 Mark- I can't even say his name right. Demarcarius, that's what it is. Davis, now um, he's immediately eligible. He is a early enrollee that was in there with Washington. But once the coaching chain happened, he ended up going to the transfer portal. Now, Davis is given a very high rating according to the different rating systems, including on three, which is the one I probably would prefer in this case. He was given a 91.4 rating. And Davis has also... Uh, been a true freshman in that 2024 class, so he still has all his eligibility, meaning you could have him and Drake Lindsay really compete for the job. Now, it might be tough because you probably weren't very much in on him in his initial recruiting, so there's not really a connection there, probably making it more of a long shot. On top of that, the Gophers don't have a lot of passing numbers to back up a young recruit like that, wanting to come here in that transfer portal options. But who knows? You, you could at least take a swing. So those are two different options there. Another one is Gunnar Gundy. Son of the head coach of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. He was with Oklahoma State. He ended up transferring, hitting the transfer portal, going to Ohio, and then enters his name back into the transfer portal. So could he be looking for a bigger opportunity? Maybe he could come to a Power 5 school like the Gophers to try and prove himself right. Now, he played in four games as a freshman last year, and he went 21 for 34 for 62 completion percent in 200, with 202 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Now that was across the four games, but he could, you could bring him in and try and compete with Drake Lindsay long-term, but also have someone who has played power five football in moments and understands the speed of the game and also brings depth to your room. I think that would be an awesome addition for this Gophers team. And then you got a player who could go and compete with Max Brosmer from jump. And that is Jaden DeLora. He played at Arizona the last two years. Two years prior to that, he played at Washington State. Now he has starter experience. He played under Jed Fish prior to or in this last season, prior to getting hurt. He did have only part of the season this last year, but he had really good production in 2022 and 2021. In fact, he has played both, like I said, for Washington State and Arizona. But his best year in 2022, he had 3,685 pass yards, 25 passing touchdowns but 13 interceptions so he needs to take care of the ball better but he has that high upside to sling the ball around he's someone who brings in experience someone you could trust on the field right away someone who understands the speed of the game and the speed of a power five level of play and also gives you immediate depth in that room now he also someone who could battle with max Brosmer right away and that could be the best thing for this room because Iron sharpens iron, like they say, and a healthy battle could be great for this entire room to inspire the, the entire team, to inspire the wide receiver core, and to really let the best man go out there and win the job. Now, hopefully that wouldn't have any disdain with Max Brosmer, but you never know. Only the coaching staff would know what their selling point to Brosmer was and what would maybe irk him or excite him when it comes to competition. So that being said, you likely need to add another body to this room, at least one, maybe even two. Now, another option is waiting for that second wave of the portal come May following the spring games. It's probably a likely option that you will see the Gophers add a quarterback after the second wave at some point. But can you can you risk waiting to add another body to this room prior to your spring sessions? Because Just in case, if something were to happen, if some injury were to happen or something of the sort, not having solid QB play could be detrimental for the Gophers. It could put them way behind the eight ball when it comes to the 2024 season. And it could absolutely take away the upside that the spring season could have for a team that absolutely needs it in this new Big Ten landscape with 18 teams. So we'll see what the Gophers do. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and look at a portal quarterback, but they definitely will probably take one in that second wave at the very least. Now, lastly, we're going to talk about the women's basketball team who is taking on a Penn State team that is downright vicious, and it's a tough matchup with Mara Braun. It's going to be even tougher without her. We're going to talk about what to expect for tonight's matchup coming up next. First, I want to talk to you about our friends over at Jace Medical because, you know, we talk about sports on here all the time to escape the realities of real life, but I do want to talk about real life for just a second because according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right now in the middle of the worst flu season in a decade and things like that can be scary. Now, I can't imagine feeling more hopeless than not having the medication that my loved ones needed due to supply chain issues keeping them from those life-saving medications so thankfully We're all right over here because of Jace Medical, and you can be as well by checking out the Jace case. It's a pack of five different antibiotics that help treat a long list of bacterial infections and illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and many more. This stuff could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter, and it will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. Now that is music to my ears. Now it's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com. And while you're there, you can use promo code locked on for $20 off your order. Again, that's locked on for $20 off your order at jacemedical.com. All right, let's wrap it up talking about some women's basketball. Now, the women's basketball team takes on Penn State tonight at the barn, and it is going to be a tough matchup because Penn State is an aggressive basketball team, and it's going to be a tough one even with with Marbron. but they don't have Marbron for a long period of time due to the surgery that she will be having for recovery. So overall, what is this Penn State matchup going to look like? Now, Penn State returns a ton of talent to this team from last year. On top of that, their coach is from right here in Minnesota. So she's got some roots here. She will have some supporters in the building, I'm sure, in Dinkytown. And this is the team that knocked the Gophers out of the Big Ten tournament last year. So they are familiar with this core of girls. They're familiar with Minnesota, and Minnesota beat them prior to getting knocked out of the tournament. So there's been some back and forth between these teams, and they are when when fully healthy both of these teams have been in similar spots teams on the rise in the conference teams with some youth teams with some depth teams with some experience and i think overall it was it was set to be an amazing matchup now mara brown being injured definitely takes a little bit of shine off of it all but this is the same team That just blew out Maryland in their last game. A Maryland team who beat Minnesota in a close game. So they've shown their talent. Now, Penn State is 15 and 5, with three of their losses coming to ranked teams like number eight USC by one point, number 12 OSU by 10 in overtime, and number 14 uh, Indiana by eight. Now, one of those teams was Indiana, who blew Minnesota off the floor. And so you look at that and it makes you worry a little bit. But then you look at the flip side of things, a different loss Penn State has in that group of five is against Michigan State, who Minnesota ran off the floor. So it it just shows you the gauntlet in the Big Ten. It is tough no matter who you face and anything could happen on any night. And that's what the Gophers are going to need in this one is something big to happen on this specific night. Now, when you look at their team, they have four Really, really rock solid, great players within this conference. They have McKenna Marisa, who is a beast, and she is the leader of this Penn State team. She's a do-it-all guard, great guard. Overall, she plays rock solid defense. She understands the floor. She has great floor IQ. And then you pair her with Ashley Awusu, who has come alive for Penn State, in, especially in this month of January. Now, she transferred in from Virginia Tech, but she was recovering from an injury. So she didn't start playing until the new year hit in January. And since returning, she has played in five games in January, scoring 16 or more points in all five games. She's currently averaging 18.6 points per game, 5.8 rebounds, and 4.4 assists. But That combo of Marisa and Owusu definitely has caused problems across the conference. In fact, Penn State hasn't lost a single game since Owusu has been back and playing for them. So Penn State has those two as a dynamic duo. And then you've got a great defensive player in Leilani uh, Kapanis, who is a defensive stalwart, and she also still contributes 10 points a game. But then you've got the player that I probably like the most on this team in Shea Chesky. She is was a great true freshman last year. She can shoot from deep. She has great feel for the game. She played like a veteran as a true freshman last year, and she has still improved even more in her sophomore year, averaging 14 points per game right now, and she can knock down the three like nobody's business. Now, those four players are the key players in a core rotation of six or seven players overall for this Penn State team. This is not the type of opponent that you want to face when having to adjust to life, missing your star player. So this is going to be a tough game for the Gophers. And if they can pull it off, it will show a lot for this team in the confidence department, but also that they can still hang around in the face of adversity. So Minnesota will see their typical four starters starting this game in Grocholsky, Battle, Hire, and Hart. But who will be the fifth starter to tag along with them? It'll probably switch up from game to game depending on the game plan and the personnel. But it could be any combination of Zanano, Sanders, or Holloway. I wouldn't be surprised to see them go big, have Graholsky move over to the two, higher to the three, and have Holloway come in at the four. That could be a nice big lineup that maybe could present problems for a team like Penn State. Otherwise, you might see him go two guards in there with Battle and Sanders and then the other starters as well. Regardless, those seven are probably the core of the rotation with Ayanna Johnson in a reserve role as well. But one name I would keep an eye out for for this women's basketball team is Ajak Madal. Now, she is a lengthy player. She has a unique skill set and she isn't afraid of competition. So she could provide a different threat offensively or make other teams adjust to her for spurts of the game. I'm not saying she's going to be a starter in this year at any point of time, but if Minnesota needs more minutes from the bench, I think she would be a player that they absolutely go to or consider giving more minutes in the rotation with Mara Braun down. We're definitely going to get our first answers of this into tonight's matchup, and we'll talk about it later this week. I'll see you then. Row the boats, Sky Mago Gophers, and as always, don't forget to subscribe.